0: to Variants episode number nine of Brutal Battle. So this is the third and final of the Black Tuesday variant episodes that I promised would be coming, and this one is, I think they're all going to be kind of lower in ABV than the other ones, because this is kind of all incorporating wine somehow, so it's three separate Black Tuesdays that have all had some sort of wine-type treatment to them, And the one that I'm going to be starting off with is in a 375 milliliter bottle, and that one is the Black Tuesday Aged in Red Wine Barrels. Uh, So this one is a, oh, I don't know what the vintage is on this one. Uh, I already opened this one off podcast because uh, it's one of those ones that's waxed. It has at least two coats of wax on there, so it's a lot to get through. So this one is actually just 18% alcohol. I mean, I know that sounds crazy to say just 18% alcohol, but when you're talking about Black Tuesday, just 18% alcohol is pretty low, because it's normally, the normal one's just like 20, basically, so uh, 18% on this one, and this is Imperial Stout Aged in Red Wine Barrels, so there's, I believe there's no bourbon barrel aging, but after I've smelled it, tasted it, all that, I'll read the flavor notes on the back just to see what I should have been getting and what what was done to the beer specifically. Alright, here we go. Immediately when I'm pouring it, it actually is looking a lot um lighter color wise than your typical Black Tuesday. Yeah. It looks a bit lighter. It it's a little lighter brown than your typical Black Tuesday is. Not a whole lot of head going on in there, but you know, that's par for the course being 18%. Good legs on the side when I swirl the glass up. Yeah, you definitely know looking at it when you swirl it that it is high ABV. So I'm interested to see if I get a lot of tannins uh, from the skins of of the red wine, or I'm sorry, from the barrel, the red wine barrel, which the tannins are, you know, they come from the skins of the grapes when the wine is made, but you also end up getting some tannins from the actual wood from barrels, so you get that with bourbon barrels anyway, but with a red wine barrel, you're going to get a lot more tannic qualities because you have... The wood in conjunction with the uh, red wine grape skins. Ooh, it smells kind of sweet. I get a slight, slight kind of red wine nose to it, but it is very, very light. It's very sweet on the nose, though. It's, It's very driven by caramel. And there's a nice, there actually is a nice vanilla in there. There's a decent woody character that's kind of carrying through, but I think that kind of the woody character is just slightly uh, higher in perception than the uh, red wine. <sighs> yeah, and there's a little bit of a chocolatiness, but there's a lot of caramel to it. Uh, there's a bit of a raisin note as well, somewhat of a prune as well, which is interesting. It's kind of weird, but it's just kind of like this kiss of chocolate on there. Pretty complex in smell. Uh, I like those vanilla notes that are kind of coming along with with the caramel. Smells really good, actually. Going in. There's definitely a burn in my mouth, so you know it's that 18%. Yeah, there are a lot of tannins at play, just kind of like sitting in my mouth each time I sip it significantly more than when you have your normal Black Tuesday, because like I was saying, you know, you do naturally get tannins from the bourbon barrel. With this, there's a lot more tannins, so it's kind of like that drying mouthfeel. Uh, if you're not that familiar with what tannins are, just think about if you've ever eaten one of those strips that comes off on your banana when you peel it, you know, one of those kind of like strips that you can pull off, Uh, Whenever you eat just that, what you're getting in your mouth, that kind of like drying bitterness, that's tannins. So there's that kind of in play. In play, obviously, without the uh, uh, banana flavor, because these are grapes. Mm. This is pretty nice. Ooh, I feel like I'm getting a slight like coffee roasty note on the finish as well. But that red wine, like red wine grapes are really starting to come through more uh, the more I sip it. In the end, it's kind of like converging with the tannic qualities. But I am still getting, like I said, that kind of like roasty coffee note, which I wasn't really smelling. I get that kind of that kiss of the chocolate. I'm definitely getting that nice caramel and that little hint of vanilla to go with it. So there really is a lot going on here. And, uh, oh yeah, and the wood. The wood from the red wine barrel is definitely coming through as well. Hmm. This is, this is pretty good. This is a nice kind of beer-wine hybrid. Well, I mean, it's not technically a beer-wine hybrid. It's a beer aged in a wine barrel. Beer-wine hybrids are are a little different. And the brewery does some excellent beer-wine hybrids. Which we should have more of those on the podcast, but this is very light tasting. Uh, it's weird because the Black Tuesday, even though it's eighteen percent and it's kind of viscous because of that, it's tasting light, and it's it is taking a back seat to the red wine uh, character and the tannins that are coming through with that. But that's a good. I want to say easy. I mean, alcohol wise, it's not easy, but flavor wise, it's easy and viscosity wise. So this is what it says on the back. The economy fluctuates. The latest fads inevitably decline. Black Tuesday stands the test of time. This rare rare release of our storied imperial stout was aged in the grand crew of California wine barrels, adding velvety texture. Yeah, there is a velvety texture. Tannic complexity. Yup. Spicy notes. Yeah, I can see that. Earthy layers. Yeah, that just... The earthy layers and spicy notes kind of just come along with the red wine character and the wood. And even more dark-fruited character to our favorite day of the week. I can see that. Yeah, with that red wine, a lot of times with red wine, you'll end up getting kind of a bit of a cherry note. So I guess in retrospect, let me take another step here. Yeah, there's like a little cherry-ish note that comes along. It comes along with the red wine character, so... Uh, This is a good start to this episode, so I'm interested to see what this next one's going to be like, and as we keep going, they're going to get a little crazier, so the next one is Black Tuesday Aged in Port Wine Barrels. Now, for people who aren't familiar with what port wine is specifically, it's considered a fortified wine, so it's not like a normal wine where it's done with uh, just the grapes done in barrels, potentially, but uh, some are stainless steel fermented, though, but it's, it's done with extra alcohol added to it. So that's why it's considered fortified. Usually port wines are higher in ABV. They're more viscous. They're usually sweeter as well. So they're boozier, sweeter, that sort of thing. So could be good for aging beers. I'm not sure I've ever had a port wine barrel aged beer in my life before. So this may very well be my first experience with that. This is a 2018 vintage bottle. So when I'm cracking it open... It is about three years in the bottle. Oh, and also to let you know that the wine barrel aged one that I just had was actually from 2020, I believe. So that was only like a year in the bottle when I cracked that. So this is in a 750 milliliter bottle and it is, excuse me, 17.8% alcohol. So it's even lower than the red wine barrel aged one. So moving in the right direction, in my opinion, oh, and I will say that The coloration looks pretty similar to the red wine barrel age one, the one where it is kind of lighter brown than your typical black Tuesday. Uh, Obviously that probably has to do with the fact that it's not done in bourbon barrels. It's done in a different barrel. Like I said about the red wine one, but yeah, uh, a few larger bubbles, just kind of hanging out on top, still giving a good amount of legs on the side. When I swirl it up looking pretty viscous for sure. And smell wise, This could be interesting. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It smells so much like port. It is insanely port on the nose. I'm going to need to fight to see if I even smell any Black Tuesday characters. Like, first sniff is just like tons of like a boozy alcohol burn and just that sweet kind of port wine smell that smells like, you know, Well, I mean, for lack of a better term, port wine, but it's got like a a real raisiny note on there. It's, like I said, super boozy, just very, very sweet, almost sugary to a degree. I get a little bit of a caramel note. Actually, it's probably a little more towards brown sugar, to be honest. A little less caramel, a little more brown sugar. There's a little... There's a fruity character in there, maybe kind of like a plum to a degree. That's kind of interesting, but there's so much alcohol vapor just coming up off of it. This is by far like the most boozy smelling Black Tuesday I've had for any of these episodes. And obviously that's because of the port wine, but it's also weird because this is on the lower end alcohol wise. It's just the nature of the port wine barrels, I guess. All right, going to go in for a sip. Oh, it's just, it's very sweet. It's very sweet. The port wine, at least on my first sip, seems to just dominate this beer. There is a little character of the beer in the finish. There's a little bit of like a roasty coffee note. And there's a quick flash of a chocolate, but it's so quick. Yeah, it's very... Port wine. If you're not a port wine fan and if you don't like boozy beers, uh, not just the alcohol volume, but the fact that they taste boozy, you're probably not going to be a big fan of this one because it's very hot alcohol wise. It, it really burns on the way down, but that's the nature of port wine. So if you like port wine, you may very well like this because it's definitely port wine flavor with a little bit of kind of like a coffee roastiness and some chocolate on the finish. Um, I'm not a huge fan of this for that reason, because I do want it to be a bit more beer than it actually is. It's just so port wine dominated. It's got a lot of sweetness going along with that, uh, that booziness though, which is interesting. And it's also got a little bit of like a tang to it. You know how something can be like so sweet that it gives you a little bit of a tangy sensation on the sides of your tongue. That is definitely at play here. But um, yeah, and there's a there's a decent amount of raisin to it. There is a little bit of that kind of plum note that I said I was getting on the nose. It's not terrible. I mean, it, like I said, I'm not big into port wine, but if you are, you may really love this. It's kind of akin to when you get those bourbon barrel aged imperial stouts that have a ton of bourbon barrel character and not a whole lot of beer character to it. I'm not a big fan of those. So for the same reason, I'm not a big fan of this. So that's just my feeling. Okay, well, you know, not a little let down by this, but at the same time, it is what it is. So I guess I should just go ahead and move on to the third beer. But real quick, before I do that, I should actually read the back of the Port Barrel Age Black Tuesday. It says, the economy fluctuates, the latest fads inevitably decline. Black Tuesday stands the test of time. This rare release of our Storied Imperial Stout was aged in Portuguese port wine barrels, adding vinous, which is like um, wine, nuances with notes of berries and chocolate to our favorite day of the week. Um, really wasn't getting a whole lot of that chocolate. Like I said, it was a little hint of it. Oh, and actually, I forgot to mention there was a little bit of that brown sugar note on the end of it as well. Didn't really get the berries either. I said I got some sort of fruit, so maybe that's what it was. But, you know, it's possible that the about three years in the bottle have really changed the the flavor profile. So, anyway, moving on to the third one. Hopefully, this will be the best one. It's the last one of the episode. Now, this one's in one of the coolest bottles I have seen a beer in. It's very, very awesome. Uh, So, you can actually go to the website, brutalbattle.com, and see the picture of all these bottles next to one another, and just check this out because it's cool. So this also is a Black Tuesday variant aged in port wine barrels, but it is also then with Syrah grapes. So they're going harder on the wine aspect. Now I'm hoping that the actual Syrah grapes really soften things up and make it just a lot more wine-like, which should be the case. But this is their portified Black Tuesday, uh, and it is 17.9% alcohol, So still lower than the red wine barrel age one, but a little bit higher, very slightly higher than the regular port barrel age one. Uh, And the bottle that it's in is basically like a very stubby kind of port bottle looking bottle. It even has the um, label that it's like a very long label that stretches all the way over the top of the bottle uh, to both sides and you have to break it. Uh, to open it up. There was also some plastic on top, which I took off before the podcast because uh, otherwise I'd be making an insane amount of noise. And then it has a cork in it that's attached to a top that is very much like port bottles. So I'm going to pop this off. You can hear me twist it. There. There's like a little pop to it. And this is a... It's saying a 500 milliliter bottle. So... Pouring it in. All right. I just, I can't stress how cool this bottle is. I love that that detail to this beer. It's it's just such a cool detail. Wow. Like, no head to that whatsoever. No bubbles at all. It just looks straight viscous. Swirling it up. Yeah, tons of legs. Just really sticks to the side. Um, it is lighter, kind of like the, the Port Barrel H1 and the Wine Barrel H1, but... It's a little darker than both of those, definitely. Okay, going to go in and smell it. Ooh, I like the smell of this one. So I get a little bit of that port character, so there is a little bit of extra booziness in there, but there is also that that kind of sweetness that I associate with that port barrel-aged one that's going along with that booziness. But there is a good wine grape perception, which is obviously those Syrah grapes coming through. And that is smelling really nice. And there's a decent chocolate here. And it, there's almost a bit of like a vanilla at play. Yeah, there's like a slight vanilla. There is like a medium. It, it's in between between brown sugar and caramel smell as well. And a little bit of a raisiny note too. But a lot of that is being overcome by that Syrah grape. And this smells really good actually. I think this smells like a nice kind of uh, beer-wine hybrid because this definitely would be an actual beer-wine hybrid because it's not just aged in these port wine barrels. It also has the addition of actual wine grapes. So going in on this one. Hmm. Yeah. So this is probably... This is a lot closer to what I was hoping the port wine barrel age one would be. It literally seems like they did the port wine barrel age one, tried it at the brewery, and were like, oh, that's just so driven by port that you can barely taste the Black Tuesday. And it's just like too much on the alcohol. And then they were like, well, what if we add some wine grapes to it the next time we do it? And then you got this. So this is basically like the vastly improved version of the port wine barrel age Black Tuesday. Because it has those port wine flavors, but they're dialed down a lot by the Syrah grape flavors that are also coming through, which have a good amount of tannins in there. They have uh, a good amount of just kind of like an overall red wine grape flavor, and also that's imparting kind of like an earthiness to it, maybe a little bit of a spiciness. Well, not maybe, actually a little bit of a spice. which Syrah grapes always do that. And there is a decent sweetness to it, but it's not as sweet as the Port Barrel Age one, and it's obviously not as boozy tasting. This is actually pretty good. This is is a good kind of hybrid of beer and wine, and I'm getting a decent amount of a caramel note. Like when I was saying it was kind of like borderline brown sugar or caramel, in the smell, in the flavor, it is definitely more caramel. Uh, and that little bit of a vanilla, I'm not really tasting that. Uh, there is a little bit of the raisin in the flavor. Like I was saying, there wasn't a note. Mm. This is good, though. I do enjoy this one. This one is very nice. I'm a fan of that. Those Syrah grapes did a lot for this beer. It really did. Okay, so sorry these episodes are on the on the shorter side, but I'm going to go ahead and do my final ranking for these three, wrapping up my series of these three variant episodes of Black Tuesday. Obviously, this these are not all the variants of Black Tuesday out there. There are an insane amount. And maybe in the future, we'll get our hands on some more, and we'll do some more of these. Obviously, we're going to keep doing the uh, Black Tuesday box each year, most likely, and do those special episodes, so those you can look forward to as well. So anyway, my, in my number three slot for this episode is the Black Tuesday uh, Port Wine Barrel Aged, which I'm sure people... Saw that coming. Uh, my number two, which I also see coming, is the Black Tuesday Red Wine Barrel Aged. And my number one is this Portified Black Tuesday, which is Port Barrel Aged Imperial Stout with Syrah Grapes. And I did not read the back, so I might as well read the back now. Truly like nothing you've tasted before, we started this project over three years ago, wow, with our standard Black Tuesday base and laid it to rest in Port Pipes. We blended in fresh Syrah grapes to sweeten the base beer through the years. We let it age until it finally felt ready to unleash upon the world. Portified Black Tuesday is an immensely complex, concentrated, and decadent beer. Wow, there's so much time that went into this beer, and it really does kind of show. Well, I mean, not kind of. It definitely shows. Um, It's very well blended, all of the flavors, and even though it is a much higher ABV beer, it's very delicate at the same time. So I think they did a really nice job with that, and that's why that's my favorite one of this episode. So, yeah, uh, I would drink that again for sure, and I'm going to enjoy this. So that is it, unfortunately. If you guys have ideas for variant episodes that you'd like to see, you can let us know, brutalbattlepodcast at gmail.com. Just send us an email there. We're on Instagram at Podcast. Uh, you can be friends with Rebecca and I on Untapped. I am Carlin Cook or Carlin C. She is Rebecca C. Be friends with us there. Do us a favor, rate us and review us on whether whatever podcatcher you use. iTunes works the best or helps us out the most. So if you could do that, that would really help out. But also go ahead and do word of mouth. You know, tell people about the podcast uh, and let them know you like it. So appreciate all that. Thanks for listening. And until next time, keep it grew. Yeah!